Hello, listener, and welcome to Into the Characterverse podcast. It's a podcast dedicated to providing deep dives, impressions, and reviews for specific characters out of your favorite comic books. My name is Mike, and I'm joined by... Not Jake Lockley. And... <laughs> your suppressed childhood <laughs> memories, Audrey. <laughs> <laughs> and this week we are doing episode five of Moon Knight uh, Asylum. Oh, I my God. I believe that's what it was called. <laughs> yes. It was screaming the whole time. <laughs> Yeah, there was a. We're gonna get into a lot of uh, mm-hmm. a lot of trauma, a lot of trauma here. Yeah, a lot of trauma. A... Uh, shitty parents. Uh, sh- shitty, shitty parent. Oh, mom. Yeah, yeah, content warning for shitty mom and abuse. child abuse. Yeah, and not on screen though. And child death. Child death, not on screen. And no, close enough. Yeah, but <laughs> pretty close. No, yeah, it's uh, um hippopotamuses. Uh yeah. yeah, content warning for hippos. Yeah, zombies. Uh, sand By the zombies. way, did you see that Oscar Isaac went on one of those late night shows before Moon oh. Knight aired and played a song on acoustic guitar about hippopotamus? Yes, 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 yeah. I did. This is fantastic. <laughs> I love that because now it's making the circuits again. Yes, as it, it should. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, that's so good. All right, so, <laughs> like, so like he does that chomp. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And Jimmy yeah. Fallon is like, ah, yes. it's oh my very god, good. Yeah. delightful. I love that. All right, let's let's get into this episode here. So we got episode five, Asylum. So we're, we're, we're spoilers, obviously. I, I don't know why I say it every time now, but spoilers. I mean, it's fair. Yeah. So, uh, so the episode begins uh, with a woman who we don't know quite yet screaming directly into the camera. It, it's all your fault. Uh, we see a flash of water in a cave before we shift back to the office. Um, in short, uh, like so we're we're in. Why can I not think of his names? The 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 therapist names. Doctor Harrow. Oh, Harrow. There yeah. we go. I was like, why can't I not think of his name? Yeah. Uh, Ethan Hawks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Ethan Hawks office. Yeah. So they're they're in the office for the psych ward. Um, kind of like the previous episode. It's you know real world. Um, Mark's nose is broken. Harrow uh, mentions that they are in Chicago, Illinois. Yeah. No, that was weird. Why was his nose broken then? Uh, so because Time the previous passed? episode, he had gotten into the fight with yeah. uh, the the people. I don't entirely know why. The... Something like well, that. And, and his nose is unbroken when we shift to the scenes with the hippo mm-hmm. or yeah. Steven. So I yeah. think it's supposed to meant. I, I think it's a visual cue to like really make it super clear when we're in his mind versus not. I, I, I suppose. Know. Yeah. That's yeah. what I thought anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but Mark keeps going on about how Harrow is not a, a real doctor, uh, which I thought was pretty fun. Um, and then Harrow <laughs> talks about like how he was really enjoying the story about the rhinoceros, and Mark's like, "It was a fucking hippopotamus." Yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, not a good therapist. No, not to a good be therapist. quite honest. <laughs> but, not paying attention, not taking <laughs> notes. <laughs> yeah, but Harrow asks him to weigh his options. You know, is this sense nonsense? Blah blah blah. Um, trying to, I don't know what he's trying to do, to be honest, but... He's not doing a good job. No, that's, he's not. That's no. what it is. <laughs> it, uh, it seems like he's intentionally confusing him. Yes. Yeah, he's it, just trying to fuck with him, it feels like. Yeah, mm-hmm. it does. But, uh, Harrow talks about how, like, when you're having, you know, breaks of some kind, your bra- mind will try to rationalize what's happening by going to, like, a familiar place or mm-hmm. a place that makes sense to it and, you know, like a psych ward. Uh, but Harrow asks Mark about the boy, uh, the story about the boy that he was telling. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. before that can happen, uh, Mark stands up uh, with a weapon, and <laughs> <laughs> he 
He's like, nope, I'm feeling great. Uh, we're we're having a good time. This is uh, this is it, good. We're doing. It oh. looks like a piece of glass, but I think it's like a, a paperweight. Yeah, that just yeah. Is like a glass pyramid, and he's just got it in his hand, like ready to go. It looks scary. Yeah. You know? yeah, I was like, oh, don't cut yourself, bro. Yeah. Please. Mm-hmm. Um, and we find out Harrow has a panic button now installed in his chair. Love that. <laughs> but uh, he gets injected with something, and we cue the hippopotamus. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Tarret. She asked Mark if uh, if he's always so intense, and Stephen's like, "Yeah, kind of, kind of, kind of always intense." Mm-hmm. But yeah, we 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 do see the dichotomy more and more here. And she explains that no, you're you're actually quite dead here. Uh, you mm-hmm. you were sh- you were in frack shot, and you are dead. Uh, S- Stephen immediately puts it together that you know they're they're in the underworld, mm-hmm. the Egyptian underworld. He's uh, they're on the. River of the Dead, Duat. Yeah, the Duat. Yeah. Um, and Charlie had mentioned how he thought the lanterns might be a boat or something like that, which checks out mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And I think Audrey had mentioned that as well. I was the only one that didn't think boat, if I remember correctly. Yeah, you thought that was his head, and that was just really wrong, oh, Michael. <laughs> you know what? I thought that the... Because my theory was that the psych ward was real. And yes. that as soon as he goes to the the other part of the psych ward and the the all the lamps shift mm-hmm. that we are in a different we're in his head or whatever yeah, you want to yeah. call it you know i think yeah. that was my theory i thought it was about the whole time <laughs> <laughs> roll the tape oh uh, but i guess at this point we're still not entirely sure whether the psych ward is real or not i don't know no we did not get a lot of yeah we don't get any con- concrete answers on that <laughs> I feel like the psych ward, I, my personal thing, I think that the psych ward is real. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that he he did maybe, I don't know. I don't, see, I don't even know if the, the whole plot of the Egypt is, is real. I mean, I would have a hard mm-hmm. time believing it Yeah, at this point. Or he's managing something else happening. Yeah. I don't know. I'll be very interested to see how they wrap this up. But I do mm-hmm. feel vindicated that the psych ward is appears to be real in yeah. some capacity mm-hmm. well and mm-hmm. i find it interesting too like now that the psych ward and the um like boat psych ward are distinctly separate now yeah mm-hmm. because before yeah. like the the last episode he he ran from harrow's office mm-hmm. into this area but now they are distinctly different places like they're they're not yeah. walking from one to the other anymore no, they no, go they're... out of their way to do it. Yeah, they're screaming to go into Harrow's office. Yes, yes. Every time one of them has a freak out, then they wake up in Harrow's office. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I still think Egypt gods are real and uh, he's dead on the River Duat. I think that's true. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> which is kind of Wh- dumb. But... <laughs> which was which was my theory that this was the afterlife rather than he dead a psych shit. lord. This was psych ward. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Stephen dead. Yeah. <laughs> Stephen figures out that th- this is Tarette and that she is the the god of women and children, mm-hmm. and that uh, Tarette is leading them on their journey through the afterlife, mm-hmm. uh, which is it's, interesting. Which was new to her. She yes. had cue cards. She did have cue cards. And I was like, she had to have recently taken this over. Yes. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Which, I, uh, questions where Anubis is. Yeah. Yeah, where's Anubis? He, he does the way. Well, Audrey had also pointed out uh, in the last episode that there is a statue that very much looks like Anubis on the shelf of stonified yeah. gods. It had the head of a jackal. We can't be sure because they use, like, a lot of the gods will have, like, different forms. Like, right. so, anyway. They have different forms and a lot of... A lot of reuse. And, yeah, and a lot of them have similar silhouettes, so... Mm-hmm, <laughs> right, mm-hmm. hard to tell them apart. It, yeah. 
So Tarret also talks about how there are many, many ast- uh, ancestral planes for consciences not the, tethered to a realm. There are many afterlives. Yes. And, including the astral plane. Yes. Which yeah. she was like, oh, love it there. So choice. Yeah. <laughs> very beautiful. And cool. if you've seen Black Panther, yep. you've seen it. Very yes. good. Very good call out. It's great. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, so Mark and Stephen, uh, well... Mark heads out the big doors, and he's on a boat, and mm-hmm. Stephen and Tauret follow. Uh, Tauret then pulls the hearts out of both of them, which I found interesting that they were, like, stone hearts, which mm-hmm. was, I thought was cool. But, I thought they looked like uh, crystal quartz. Yeah, they did kind of look yeah. like a crystal quartz, or maybe a marble, or, you know, yeah. something, something like that. But, I like uh, it. But they're on a large sailing barge, barge uh, rolling through a sea of sand. Mm-hmm. Did anybody else think Java's ship? Yes, I did think Java's ship. Like, no, big time. I didn't. Wow. Huh. I see That's it. That's all I could see. I, I see it. Especially the one where Luke and they're fighting on the thing and they yep. go into the sandworm. Yeah. Return. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Because yep. there's only it. one return. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not of the Jedi. They're not of the. Ra- no, oh, not of. Wow. Not of the king God. of the Jedi. There Dude. Oh, I fucked up the own line. Oh, no. I've made a terrible oh, mistake. I'm going to cut that part God. out. Cut that, Michael, cut that. you can't cut that. You kept in my bullshit. I'm in charge here. No. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> so Tyrant cool. tells them that I'll just call uh, you Elon. <laughs> Ooh. This is my platform. <laughs> I am. I am all for freedom of speech, He's the God. except for when they're speaking poorly about me. <laughs> The God King. <laughs> so Tauret lets them know that their their um their hearts need to be weighed on the scales of justice. She shows the love scales, or she th- shows the scales mm-hmm. uh, with the feather of truth on it, mm-hmm. and yeah, they she puts it on there and it starts oscillating real bad. Uh, she also notices at this time that there's a lot of like shooting stars and things crashing into the sands right now. Mm, yeah, uh, that essentially. Where is it? I might know that, that's souls. a that's a that's a, that's a, that's a later moment that that yeah. happens. I jumped yeah. ahead. Oh, I I don't know. I thought it happened around this time. Yeah, that's pretty Because they close. were like, "Ooh, you guys gotta figure this out." But I don't. I only watched it once. So yeah, yeah. But uh, Tyrat tells them that they cannot move on till this uh, from this plane until their scales are balanced or something happens. So at the end of the journey, which is like a set time frame, once they get to their destination, if the scales are not balanced. They will uh, be thrown into the duat to be frozen into sand souls. And if their scales are balanced by the end of the journey, then they get to uh, have their afterlife in the field of reeds, which is paradise. So my question on that is, is is you're weighing against the scales, correct? Like against the feather of truth? Yes. Isn't it just an option to fail? I mean, I guess, yeah. but you don't really want to. Well, yeah. I, I I understand you don't want to, but like the two choices that we are shown are they're either balanced or they're unbalanced, mm-hmm. not that you're either passing or failing. Because balancing like makes me think that, you know, you have broken even, you've never you neither passed nor failed. So <laughs> it's you you want to be balanced with the truth like you want you want to have lived your truth that's like you don't it's what like if you're better than the if truth you, if you have a heavy heart that's what it is you, your feather has to your heart has to be as light as the feather of truth so if it's lighter than that it's fine but um if if your heart is weighed down by regrets and sins sure, and sure. whatever then uh it's going to be heavier and you're going to uh get what's coming to you 
I don't know. I, I feel like breaking even is not great, but it's I. Yeah, I think it's fine. I don't know. It's whatever. I don't know. I just thought it was. I, I thought it was interesting that failing was not one of the options given. If your if your heart if your heart is heavier. No, no I understand. Which, which, I understand the concept. Okay, okay. But it was never presented as an option in huh? this entire episode. Is either you're balanced or you're unbalanced. Yeah, yeah. Which, like, a, an unbalanced scale would be one way or the other. Yeah, exactly. So but, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> uh, uh, so yeah, uh, Tyrant lets them know that they can't move on until the scales are balanced. Uh, so Mark and Steven must confront their past. And uh, this is the part where they find out like the, the stars are falling from the sky and that unbalanced souls are being judged prematurely yeah. or something like that. Before which I, their time. Yeah, which I found yeah. was interesting. So, I mean, it implies that Harrow has started to kill people. Yeah, Amit's back in some capacity. Yeah. Because there, there's a lot of them, and she's she's panicking. Yeah. Well, uh, and they're just being cast into the duot. Yeah, so. rather than, yeah. Re- which is pretty unfair, okay. So she re- redirects the boat to head to Osiris's palace, I guess? Mm-hmm, okay. his gate. Yes, his gate. Yes. Uh, and she's like, oh, he's not going to be happy about this? <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> but because the, the, they, they need to get to Kanshu, because if they are thrust back into the real world, they'll still just have bullet holes in them, and they'll just die right away. So they, they need Kanshu. Sweet, sweet yeah. healing. Yeah, they need mm-hmm. that sweet, sweet healing. I love that <laughs> Tawaret was like, you know, I could send you back, but there's still a bullet in your body. <laughs> yeah. <It's not laughs> Maybe be great. if you were a woman. <laughs> <laughs> So they head back into the sailing barge. Uh, it's still the psych ward. They pass by a bunch of random doors. They see like, con- like uh, Moon Knight beating up the jackals, and they see <laughs> Stephen has seen this movie. He's like, okay, so if I look on all these doors, I'm gonna see different memories, right? Yeah, he <laughs> I was is. like, Stephen, what? <laughs> yeah, he's just running from window to <laughs> window, like looking, like, hey, what's up? Oh, so funny. Classic Stephen. Yeah. He knows this movie. Um, <laughs> He's read the material. Mark also sees for the first time where when Stephen rewound the sky. Oh yeah, he was. He thought that was cool. Yeah, I love their like back and forth together. That they're starting to like reconcile and work together. Yeah, Ugh. it's, it, it's oh. it is touching. Ah! Yeah, they, they, it's weird how good of chemistry Oscar Isaac has with himself. It's beautiful. <laughs> it's beautiful. It's, it's a weird <laughs> sentence to have, but he's doing great. Honestly, this has got to be so hard to film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, Cause, I cause, mean, Oscar Isaac is a. This is incredible. Yeah, I mean this this episode is just a masterclass. It's so good. Well, and I never, I never got confused. I no. never got lost. No, no. So. no I mean, they move differently. They move differently. Their Obviously voices are different. different. They're dressed yeah. differently, but like even their mannerisms are so different. Mm-hmm. Like just how they hold their bodies and their facial expressions are well, so different. And later in the psych ward, when Harrow gets Stephen to come out and talk to him, like it's very, very different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. So, uh, they, they go into a cafeteria, um, and it's filled with dead bodies. The, this, this, uh, recap says zombies, but they're not zombies. No, they're just dead They're just people. dead bodies. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, the, the, the scales, the scales are always a theme in pretty much every single scene in this. Mm-hmm. It's always. Yeah, they do find some way to be in there, in the, whether it's the background or the foreground. I mean, they're just there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, uh, we, we learned that. Like, Stephen's shocked by the number of people in this room that uh, Mark has killed, but Mark remembers every single one of them and kind of, like can pinpoint when he killed them and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and more or less tells, says, like, oh, these were all people that had, you know, their their time was coming for, you know, vengeance to be done on them. 
Kachu uh, had me protect the night. Yeah. And yeah. they were like stabbing people. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. bad. What are you yeah. going to do? But uh, Stephen notices a little kid in the back of the room. Um, and, you know, Stephen rightfully believes that this is one of the people that Mark has killed. I mean, Though he's th- not wrong. He's not No, not He's wrong. not incorrect. Yeah. yeah. So Mark pleads for him to stop. Really doesn't try too hard to ta- stop Stephen, especially at the, the start of this. But Stephen goes after him. Uh, so we get a flashback of Stephen... Like go like chasing after the boy, um, and we're in Mark's memory now. Turns out that Mark had a little brother, uh, and you know they're they're drawing, they're having a family picnic or whatever, and apparently there's a cave nearby mm-hmm. in Chicago. Question mark. I don't think they're in Chicago. Okay, okay, because that's what I. But then later they're on like Milwaukee Ave, and I was like, huh. huh. I mean, it could be like a, a suburb that they lived. Well, in. it definitely. Maybe. I thought they had moved. Oh, I don't know. At some point. Because that's not uncommon for scenarios like this. You can't stay in the same house in which your previous child lived. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, anyways, they, they go into a cave, and it starts to rain just before they get there. And, like, oh, it's fine. Like, let's go in anyway. And, you know, the little brother's like, oh, mom said never to go in there while it's raining. And Mark says, you know, it's fine. It's Don't be a, don't be a little bitch about it. <laughs> um, so they go in, and Mark, like, starts to follow him and... Or not Mark. Steven follows them and realizes that, you know, there's a lot of water rushing in pretty quick. And, like, mm-hmm. it's not safe to be in here. No. Keeps following them. The water is rising faster and faster. And the boys essentially get trapped. And Mark's little brother dies. Yeah. It's sad. Yeah. He calls for his mommy. It's yeah. It's very sad. So, meanwhile, uh, we, we open another door. Um, and it's inside of the... Uh, like a wake, essentially, mm. for a child, for a small boy. Stephen is all wet. Uh, Mark is, you know, like, we need to leave, essentially. And the mom starts yelling because a little little child, Mark, has come down the stairs for the wake and essentially blaming him that it was all his fault, that, like, why is he here? She is not well. No, she is not. Also, I every really time... scenes. Oh, God. Oh, I was going to make a joke about child now it's weird oh boy uh so then the little boy runs back little boy mark runs back upstairs steve and chases after big boy mark uh tells him no (laughs) (laughs) big boy mark yeah mark is clearly uncomfortable i mean this is the the line for him yeah yeah this is like you do not cross this line do not go in there you cannot see what happens in that room well before we get to that because he runs up the stairs three separate times in Mm -hmm. this scene so the first time they run upstairs and um mark is having a birthday party he's dressed all in white uh, kind of whatever. It's mm-hmm. fine. Moon, it's moon, a moon it's night a callback. Yeah. Uh, the dad calls for his mother, uh, but she doesn't come to watch him blow out the candles. Um, and you know they they're like, we'll do this alone, kind of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't need your bitch mom. And then we we <laughs> cut to a like a future birthday. It looks like it looks like they've done this a few times now. Like mm-hmm. Mark's kind of into the routine of just him and his dad for the birthday. Um, but this time the mom comes in, uh, drunk, drunk as fuck. And uh, continues to blame him, like, "Oh, you were always jealous of him. I should have known you were gonna do something like this. Like, yeah. like, you know, like, how dare you do this to him? And like all this other stuff." So he, you know, he runs off and like runs upstairs, mm-hmm. and he 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 runs into his bedroom, 
Yeah, um, this is where big yes. boy Mark is like, stop, 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 stop. Yeah, so Stephen's trying to go in. Mark pulls him out. But they end up on the street outside, uh, which is a, a, this Milwaukee Ave that you had mentioned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Mark, uh, like college age Mark, is leaving. And the father's like trying to stop him. Like, you know, like, I don't want to lose another son. And he's like, you were supposed to fix this. Like, why haven't you fixed this? Like, it's been 10 plus years and mom is the worst. Mm-hmm, <laughs> like, yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, yeah. And then the next scene that we cut to immediately after this, they are outside of the a temple with a bunch of, a bunch of dead bodies. Yeah. Uh, Stephen mentions like, "Oh, I like I heard you were a mercenary." Or Layla had mentioned you were a mercenary, and he's like, "Oh, is this Layla's father?" And all this other stuff. And we find out that Bushman and him were mercenaries, and that they were going to essentially, you know, rob this place. Bushman decided no witnesses, and Mark couldn't live with that. So then, you know. Everyone got well, killed. Mark tried to get them all out. Yes. That's what he says. He's like, I was trying to lead them away and get them out of here. And mm. it did not work, obviously, because there I am on the steps of the statue, bleeding out and dying. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. And Kanchu's like, hey. Yeah. So Kanchu's yeah. like, hey. <laughs> so and then, nice and then, body you got uh, there. And then, <laughs> now, boy. And Steven's like, while well, he was like manipulating you from the get go, like, I guess. I but mean, honestly, like, but Mark, like, is honestly, like, pretty, like, pointed here. He's like, no, he let me live. Like, yeah. I was going to die. Yeah. And, like, yeah, it was maybe it was a little manipulative, but, like. Like, but they didn't know each other. They didn't know each <laughs> other. Know? And he was pretty straightforward with what was going to happen here. Yeah. Like, you are going yeah. to me, my fist. Mm-hmm. Like, essentially. My fist with a knife in it. <laughs> yeah, essentially. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't think it was like manipulating. In, in that, I don't know. Yeah, I was like Steven, your little knife. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, well, that's kind of the point, uh, yeah, though. Yeah. I know. Um. So we return back to the sailing barge. Uh. And they they see that they they hear monkeys. That's what it was. They, was. Yeah, they do. And the monkeys like scurry off the barge. I don't entirely understand that reference, but I, I'm not sure either. I yeah, gotta I really, research yeah. that. So Tyrette is still uh, worried about the unju- unjudged souls that are crashing into the 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 uh, the, the sands here. Big concern. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this is the part. Actually, we were a little we jumped the gun, but this is Harrow's plan is working, and they're like, "All right, we we really need uh, <laughs> Kanshu at this point." <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Too bad he's a statue. <laughs> <laughs> no dice there. <laughs> I'll put him on my shelf. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, Stephen is uh, pretty hell bent on going out and finding out exactly what happens in the end of that memory. They have to. They have to. You have to. And Mark's like, you know what? How about, Mark. how about we just talk this out? I'll tell you everything that happened, but I do not want to go in there, which I mean. I get. Yeah. I, I very much get, but it's not it, Mark. That's not what the gods <laughs> No. no, but Steven wants to go and was kind of pushing for it. And we see Mark freak the fuck out here. He starts hitting himself in the head and yelling, you can't make me, you can't make me. And we cut back to uh, being in the office with Harrow. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Harrow, like, calms him down a little bit and is like, you need to communicate with Steven. You need to talk with him. You need to figure this out. And, like... Uh, you know, both your both your your personalities are very fragile right now, and like we need to we need to talk to Stephen and like you know work this out. Mm-hmm. And 
yeah, he, he gives him the full full speech on that sort of stuff. It's it's okay. Uh, but then we are... Uh, we point out here that Mark's nose is once again fine, so his nose is mm-hmm. no longer broken, so we don't really know what's what's going on. What's the time? He does mention, like, uh, picking fights with her, like having imaginary fights all, all the time. But sure. we cut back again uh, to Mark's room as a kid. His mother is banging on the door, perceivably right after the last time we had seen the scene. Mm-hmm. And the mom was essentially, like, yelling to let her, let her in. And he just keeps saying, not my mom, not my mom, you know. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. The, curled up in the ground. And uh, we see him kind of, well, he he dissociates. He's, he flips personalities here to Stephen Grant, the, the one yeah. that's brave in the face of all danger. And... He starts speaking in a British accent, and he's like, oh, mom's upset. Like, I, I have to tidy up. She's upset that I, I haven't cleaned my room. Like, mm-hmm. very clearly not not connecting, you know, what happened with why mom is upset. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But as she walks in, like, you'll learn to listen, and she pulls a belt off and starts wrapping it around her hand, and Mark pulls Stephen out of the memory before he sees it. Yeah. And Mark says, it's like, you you are never supposed to see this. Like that's the whole point of Stephen Grant him. Yeah. is you get to leave live the nice normal life, like a boring life where you know nothing, none of this bad stuff happened. You still love your mother. You still talk to her on the phone. <laughs> like everything is everything's still good. Ugh. Yeah. I teared up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I saw you wipe a few no, tears this I morning. Didn't, but I did. <laughs> it was we woke up at like six or whatever to watch it. Yeah, and I, I you asked if you were like, "Hey, you gonna uh, watch this with me?" And my every instinct in my body was like, "No," <laughs> but, but that's not what I said. It's like, "Yeah, yeah, let's watch in here, so I don't have to leave the bed." <laughs> um, but. Uh, emotional yeah but mark is like trying to show like tell steven like no this this is the whole point of you and steven is a little like realizes that he was not the original when he sees the the poster on the wall like mm-hmm. steven grant like the yeah brave in the the face of all dangers or something along those lines mm-hmm. yeah from the video we saw last week. yeah so we're back in the chicago office of harrow um steven has taken over this body now um, and Harrow seems excited that he's finally speaking with Steven again. Yeah. Yeah, weirdly so. Yeah. yeah. But Steven seems confused and agitated and uh, calls Harrow's silly little mustache the, uh, <laughs> says that he's, uh, he calls, tells him that he's very Ned Flanders. He does oh, look, a, he has wearing a great, the sweater great, vest. Yeah. <laughs> great. Oh, wow. It was great. Oh, uh, so apparently, uh, Steven took over after Mark's mother died. And mm. took them to the psych ward. So Stephen was actually the one that checked them into the psych ward. Mm-hmm. Apparently. We'll see. Yeah. I so, don't think it's real. But, Everything's too white. <laughs> <laughs> but when when uh, Harold mentions that his mother is dead, then Stephen's like, no, my mother's alive. Like, don't say that she's dead. Do not say that she's dead. And then Harold dials her. He's He doesn't. Yeah, I know. But like, yeah. But yeah, he he calls the receptionist. He's like, hey, can you, uh, you just call his mom? Because his mom's not dead. So can you just, just call her? Just ring her up. And, uh, you know, he's being forced to face reality. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and but, Steven does not like or appreciate that. No. So. But eventually he, he, he does. But he does accept. He does accept that yeah. his mother is dead. 
So once again, we're outside Mark's childhood home. Um, or he admits it, I should say. He's probably not at acceptance. Yeah. <laughs> you no. know. Uh, the, the recap that I'm reading, uh, mentions that this, uh, street looks awful like the Warner Brothers lot in Burbank. So, sure. All right. I mean, Great. that's a pretty common... They all look like Yeah, that. yeah. <laughs> Not gonna lie. Yeah. But we, we yeah, see sure. that we are at his mother's wake, uh, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, and his father's, you know, comforting all these people and Mark is just standing outside drinking. Uh, Fair. The, the father, like, you know, beckons him in, and he's like, nah, like, mm-hmm. absolutely not, fuck mm-hmm. that. So he, he starts to walk away, and he starts to break down, mm-hmm. and, like, ends up in the street crying. Well, and he takes off his cap, which, uh, Mark is a Jewish character. You and uh, you become a Jew when your mother is a Jew. So it's, like, something that his mother gave him. Yeah. Like, that part of his identity. And he, like, showed up with the cap, and it's like it's like he showed up in his own way and he's having this is my of grieving and trying to yeah yeah because he like slams it on the ground and he's so angry and, like, yeah, and, he and says, then he, he's just clinging to it yeah and then he he switches again to steven yeah um and steven is confused uh he doesn't know where he is he doesn't know you know why he's here he's like oh it happened again and he calls his mother mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not sure who he actually calls here because he's talking to somebody it, for or, me, or, he, or he may not be cl- talking to anyone at all i don't think he's talking no, to anybody i don't think so at any point does he actually talk to anybody on the phone i think he just holds the phone up yeah and, and he goes the, oh my gosh mom yeah, I'm, so, I was, I'm so i was lost. trying to <laughs> what a crazy kooky thing that i keep yeah. doing yeah and i was trying to look at his phone when they call just to know yeah for sure mm-hmm. and and it didn't look like he had like a like a you know you usually have like that black background it yeah it didn't really seem like that i don't know why i just kind of noticed that but i i thought that was odd yeah. yeah for sure but uh real life steven and mark not memory steven and mark are talking and uh mark mentions like this is when we started to bleed into each other mm. like i couldn't really control it anymore like mm. you started to bleed over much more often and like the death of the mother was really like the trigger mm-hmm. for for this to really step up a lot weird the yeah. person who caused your psychosis had a very huge life event and now your <laughs> psychosis is developing further weird i don't know <laughs> it's weird yeah. you'd say that mm, interesting <laughs> um but how, they they end up back they end up back at the saline barge um and their souls still are not balanced uh you can see osiris's uh like Slowing down, though. Yeah, slowing down. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and it's been slowly slowing down throughout this entire episode as mm-hmm. they went. Uh, but you can see Osiris's um, gate, gate yeah. out in front. Uh, but the sand creatures uh, start to attack because Tarette realizes... like She's like, you kind of have to end of your journey. Like, you have to get it shut, so... And we, we, we can't... Sta- like, you never got it done, so we can't stop it. Like... Yeah. You're going to be claimed. Yeah, they're going to get yeah, you. You're out of luck at this point. Yeah. Yeah. So the, they, the all of the people that are attacking are former victims of Mark's vengeance. Mm-hmm. So it almost implies that their souls were not balanced either and should not have been taken. But, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he gets uh, cornered. And Steven, you know, realizes, like, if, if I'm you, then I can do what you do. So he picks up the baseball bat and goes and saves steve or mark it was so good and yells six because he likes cricket more than baseball and you know like one day i'll understand american football and maybe cricket (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> not holding out I'll high hopes. Get cricket. I'll yeah. Never get cricket. But Stephen uh, takes down uh, several of these sand creatures, but then he sees Market grabbed from behind from one of the people on, like on over the edge. Stephen runs up to go help him, tussles, and goes over edge with the the sand zombie person. Yeah, Stephen's overboard. Yep. So Mark starts uh, immediately calling for him, and Stephen is confused and like starts to try to chase after the the boat. And Mark's telling him to run to catch up, like stop the boat. We need we need Stephen. <gasps> all this other stuff, and then we see Stephen turn to stone. Mark, Stephen is you. You have all the good qualities that you want to protect in Mark. <laughs> Just oh. Just get over it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's terrible. Um, but yeah, no, because his soul's not divided anymore, his scales are balanced. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mark wakes up in a field of reeds. Or mm. go- it looks like golden wheat, but reeds. Yeah, reeds. yeah, yeah, reeds. So, That's yeah. what reeds look like, Michael. Have yeah. You- <laughs> I mean, so the, the recap says a field of golden wheat. And I was like, well. That's the- wrong. Yeah, it's it's a field of reeds. Like, that, <laughs> it's very explicit. I yeah. would like to fact check. The, uh- <laughs> I this, this recap wasn't as good as some of the ones in the past. There, uh, I had to do some editorializing as I went there. So. No, you're good. You're good. No, and uh, uh, Tawa Red's like, hey, you did it. Yeah, good job, you- guy. <laughs> But uh, I, I, And then it ends, right? It, pretty much. Uh, yeah. at, when he's in the field of reeds, yeah. Is there no... There's no sun and no moon there. It's just perpetual twilight? Yeah, I think it's just perpetual twilight, yeah. Cool. Uh, but yeah, I found it interesting um, when... So when Steven turns to stone, hmm. it both simultaneously looks perfectly like Oscar Isaac, but nothing like him at all. I, I don't know why, but when I was looking at it, it looked very strange, but also perfect to me in my head, and I do not know a good way to explain it. Okay. So, it's just a, just a note for the end of it. I can't say I put that much thought into that yeah, one. Yeah, no. I don't know. I, thought- <laughs> I, I did watch it again, yeah. so, like, it was definitely a detail yeah. I caught on the second time. I liked the effect. I thought the effect was No, it was great. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but they're still a third sarcophagus, so... Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm holding out for a hero. Uh, right? Well, and we still have that unexplained... Or they're just going to tease it the whole time. I guess, but we still have that unexplained uh, memory loss. So yeah, yes. in the third up, ep- no fourth episode, fourth episode, fourth think, episode. Yeah. yeah. Um. So one thing I wanted to bring up, uh, something that I found interesting and potentially bad for Moon Knight going mm. forward. So Moon Knight was submitted for a uh, an award for a limited series, and <sighs> to be eligible for that, it has to be a single showing with no further like showings of this like character in any other format. So, it's not great because that also implies that there's only a single season and will not show up in any of the movies. I think that was always kind of the understanding, though. I guess. I, I guess capacity. I thought they were gonna do something else with Moon Knight. Maybe a second season. Maybe a second season, or maybe like throw him in somewhere. But oh, I don't know. Oscar Isaac, I think, was pretty clear. Yeah. In this whole thing that he wanted this and this alone. Okay. So I I don't mean to be a downer. Just no, no, like that was pretty clear that a lot of the actors and directors and everybody involved was it was this is what it is. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. I just I I'll just rewatch it. <laughs> Which yeah. I mean, fair. I and, uh, the, I just don't know how you shove him into different Marvel things I without mean, making do, it feel. You could forced. do Deadpool. Deadpool's wacky enough that you could do could something. You? I think so. Oh yeah. I don't know if they'd be I, a good pairing. I don't know if they would be a good pairing either, just because no, Deadpool... No, he would just drop in. He'd just be like, hey. Yeah. I'm Batman, yeah. But then basically. it'd be... I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I feel like he needs his own show. 
You know, he's not like an Ant-Man where you can just drop him into Civil War. No. Or like Spider-Man. It's really cool, you no, know? He's... But here's the thing. Think about Tom Holland and Oscar Isaac on screen together. Uh, like Tom Holland trying to figure out what the hell's happening while Oscar uh, Isaac is simultaneously flipping between like three different personalities. No, I, a treat in a dream. <laughs> I agree. I mean, it's just Because tough. Moon Knight has like cross paths with Spider-Man pretty regularly. Yeah. Just, I don't think just... they're in the same genre right now. No. So yeah. Just, that would be it... hard. Yeah, it just feels like it's so, I don't know. Yeah. So different. It is very different. But I, yeah, I don't know. It's unusual for Marvel to have such an isolated story, Mm. which I'm curious. So the last episode comes out the day before the Multiverse of Madness. Mm -hmm. So I wonder if there's some sort of tie in there. I wonder. I wonder. Like if if they're setting something up with it or I I don't know, but I, I highly doubt it. Maybe we'll see a pyramid and that'll be it. That'll be like, that's what you get, <laughs> you fucking freaks. <laughs> I think these shows have been made to flesh out the characters, but well, again, they don't, I don't think they're supposed to do the, I don't think they have to be required viewing. Yeah. I think I think they're trying to move away from that because then you have people who don't watch the shows, but then watch movies and then you run to the, I think we need to think about a broader audience. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Look at WandaVision. You could go from one to the other and you'd have, you'd be pretty much fine. I mean, I I don't know if Multiverse of Madness is going to get crazy, but, or if, or how they're going to do that lifting. That'll be the real tell. Yeah. Because the title is Multiverse of Madness. I know. They're going to get banana bonkers. But look at like Captain, or Captain America Mm. and, well, whatever, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Oh, sure. Yeah, Yeah. But that show is pretty much, you can write that off because, you know, he, yeah. he ends up with the shield again gets, at the yeah, end. Yeah. And it's understood that he's Captain America. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I don't know. See, like Loki, I feel like has much larger world implications. Wanda also has the potential, especially since there's an Agatha show coming. I think it'll be interesting to talk to somebody who has not watched Loki or several of these shows. Yeah. And see if this person mm-hmm. understands what's going on in Multiverse of Madness. Yeah. So probably, well, I don't know. My Here's wife. the thing. <laughs> my so, so my only pushback about like just flushing out characters is this is a t- completely new character. All the other ones that we've had shows about were characters that have been in the universe for years already at this point. Yeah. So they're not only are they introducing and flushing out a new character, but then to end that character within that same series seems weird to me. Unless know. unless it's adding something else. To, I, like I guess it's expanding the world and expanding the, pantheon, the it could pantheon. Just be a cool story. I mean, it is a cool story, and I'm not look mad Man- about it. Well, I mean, not <gasps> Marvel, is? but look at Mandalorian. Yeah, not not. I mean, obviously, it's two seasons, and they grab more, but mm-hmm. he will never tie into Star Wars. Yeah. in any significant way. What if instead of Layla or instead of Moon Knight, it's Layla that like shows up later as like a mercenary? Sure. Yeah, that was my guess. <gasps> I could see that. Because Moon Knight can be anybody. I mean, that's the yeah. beauty of this character. It's an it? avatar. Yeah, it does not have to be Mark. No. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Although I want Mark to have all the best things. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, I'll cry if he doesn't so. have a happy ending. <laughs> I will. So it's not leading there. No, it's, it's not, really no. not. No, it's not. It, it, it definitely feels like it's going to have I'm a so uh, a rough ending. So we I'm only so have one episode left next week. And I wonder how many <laughs> questions are going to leave unanswered because this one. I thought it would answer a lot more questions, but I feel as though it just 
it just brought more. It, yeah, it brought more. It did yeah. flush out Mac, uh, Max, Mark's backstory it a did. lot, mm-hmm. which was very helpful to see how we got to this point mm-hmm. and why he did what he did. And honestly, it made his story even more tragic than we already knew it was. Oh, oh so no bad. doubt. Uh, yeah. But yeah, it it definitely left a lot of unanswered questions. And we still don't know like what is real and what's not. Yeah, we, we don't know no what's real, clue. what's not. We don't know anything about that third sarcophagus yet, which everyone assumed was Jake Lockley, and I assumed was going to come <laughs> into this episode. Yeah, I thought they were going to open that sarcophagus this episode, and that, really, that was not the case. Which would be wild to me if they introduced a third pa- personality in the last episode. He only I, does murder. <laughs> I do wonder That's if it'll the... just be a post credit scene. Oh, yeah. maybe. I, if I had to put... If I... I don't. Well, I do like betting, but I, I don't think. Honestly, I don't think uh, Mark is going to be alive at the end of this. I, 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 yeah. I just, I, I just don't know what's real and what's not because they could no. easily hand wave this and say Kanchu's back. We heal them. Yeah. If that's real or if it's not, I mean, it. It's, I'm just fascinated. Maybe Layla can un, can free Kanchu, and and Mark can be healed, and they'll kick ass, and everything will be okay. But then. Because wouldn't it be he'll w- die for some reason? Wild not to see Moon Knight again. I because so we saw him in would. episode three, right? Yeah, pretty substantially. Yeah, it'd be wild not to see him in the second half of a show. And right? I and I don't care because quite it's frankly, been good. Quite frankly, Moon Knight is a, a boring part of the show. Yeah, in, in many ways. <laughs> yeah, the, the, yeah, the, the fighting the is the low point yeah. for most of these yeah, episodes. To be honest, that, that's where it drags. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's much more interesting to see Steven well, and Mark. So we, we see just a touch of Moonlight in the first episode. Mm-hmm. Second episode, we see more of them. Third episode's couple pretty... A couple money shots. Yeah. Third episode's pretty heavily Moon Knight. Oh, yeah. Nothing in fourth episode. Nothing active in the fifth episode. We see him briefly, but like in a memory. We see him twice in memories. You hear Khonshu yeah. again. We see Khonshu a few times in memories as well. But yeah, the second half of this season thus far... Mark has never worn the costume. I need to look back at the end credits and see what phase of the moon they were at. Because I think the the episode where we saw the most of Moon Knight, the moon was mostly full. Yeah. And it's just been slivers for the past couple. Yeah, it, it's it's gotten smaller each time. Yeah. yeah. So, so, I don't know. That's yeah. good. I like the theory. And, and maybe, because like, every time they do the recap, the moon is like, whatever. So, maybe this next time, instead of having like a sliver, it'll just be black. Oh, Michael, no. <laughs> Any final thoughts, concerns? Have you guys been liking it? It sounds like yes, but... Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's great. <laughs> and I love it. Yeah. It's super good. I agree. It's so. just cool that this can be so different than the other TV shows. I mean, there is a formula. Oh, we yeah, all sure. know there's a formula, mm-hmm. but the fact that they can go from Hawkeye to this, and it, they're both great. And they're both so different is mm-hmm. super cool. Yeah, so, no, I agree. Mm-hmm. I just have to say that yeah. we went from like a buddy comedy, like a buddy cop comedy over Christmas time. Oh my god! To yeah, we're talking about like a serious mental illness and you, and you know, a whole other pantheon, Egyptian gods. Yeah, you know? <laughs> I mean it's just crazy. Yes. Yeah, but. so good. Um, speaking of things that are crazy and out of left field, I would really. I just this is totally totally off like topic but i (laughs) i recommend everybody go see everything everywhere all at once it's uh starring michelle yao who was in shang chi Mm -hmm. and um a short round from indiana jones uh kikwe oh i'm gonna say it wrong hugh 
uh, or Huey, I'm not sure. Um, Kihuey Kwan. I'm not I'm sure. I'm so I have sorry. No clue. He's great. He's <laughs> short round. He's in the Goonies as Data. He's uh, he was in another movie as a child, but he took a break from acting for like 20 years. Uh, but the movie itself is uh, totally off the walls bonkers, and the budget was really low. But you, everything is so big, and yeah, everything okay. is so well executed. It, best movie of the year so far for me and i know it's early but i think that'll stay true <laughs> and it's one of those things where i could 100 percent see this movie turn uh, turning a bunch of people off but i do recommend it it's very very good and you have to keep an open mind about it while you're going in because like you just gotta gotta go with it don't don't think about it too hard <laughs> it, it's a little cerebral at yeah. times and a little bit meta so yeah. It, I, you just gotta watch it. Yeah, There's the, really not a good preface to like, like I can't spoil anything. Yeah, you know, it's one of those movies where you just have to watch it. Yeah, okay. and they did a good job because the first I don't know forty minutes of that movie, oh I my hated God. the main character. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> I despised her. You did. <laughs> I loved her. <laughs> <laughs> I hated her, but then it's like, oh well, that was the point. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> funny so yeah uh go see it but if you like uh what we do here you know we have we have our patreon we have some stuff up on there we have fun over there we they did get an extra vote as well so they're going to be in the roll-off actually two of them are going to be in this roll-off include mm. and then the facebook group will also well, have there one was in, a tie so. there was a tie in the patreon so well <laughs> so I, mo- I removed one of mine so, so. we had all oh, equal did I, representation did i vote in that oh, no good. you get till friday when this comes up yeah. Oh my god. No pressure. <laughs> I gotta look at that. Yeah, so, and then, uh, you know, we do have the Facebook group that we just mentioned. We're on Twitter, we're on Instagram, we're all the socials. We got the link tree link down below for everything that we do. Uh, but for this week, I was Mike. I'm Audrey. And it was.